have your Bibles this morning, let's turn to Romans chapter 13. Romans 13. If uh, y'all have a, a book of the Bible that you would like uh, to hear preached or expounded on, let me know. I'll be glad to try to get it ready and do it. We've got three more weeks in Romans before we get through 14, 15, 16. So, okay. Romans 13 deals with uh, Christian duty primarily. Christian duties to the state. Uh, we uh, we don't like to think about uh, the state and Christians uh, mixed together, but uh, we have a, a duty and a responsibility to uh, our government. Verse 1 says, Everyone must submit to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist are instituted by God. So then... The one who resists the authority is opposing God's command, and those who oppose it will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have its approval. For government is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, because it does not carry the sword for no reason. For government is God's servant, an avenger that brings wrath on the one who does wrong. Therefore you must submit, not only because of wrath, but also because of your conscience. And for this reason you pay taxes, since the authorities are God's public servants, continually attending to these tasks. Pay your obligations to everyone, taxes to those you owe taxes, respect to those you owe respect, and honor to those you owe honor. Do not owe anyone anything except to love one another, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not covet, and whatever other commandment, all are summed up by this. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor. Love, therefore, is the fulfillment of the law. Let's pray. God, we thank you this morning for your love and your direction. God, uh, as we approach you this morning, we pray that you would open our hearts to your message, use your word to instruct us that we might be better Christians, that we might be better examples to other people. God, uh, we pray that uh, you would use us as your people to be vehicles for spreading 
the Word of God to other people. Lord, we thank you for everyone that has come this way this morning. We pray that uh, your will might be done in each life. May decisions be made that you would have made for you for you and for others. We just uh, pray, God, your blessings uh, on this time that we have together. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, <laughs> Paul starts off uh, by saying, if the governing authority <laughs> refuses uh, I'm put this in here governing authority is what Paul says if it refuses to honor God's laws Christians are not free to use that as freedom to be disobedient to God now God's commandments are to be obeyed freedom gives no one permission to violate God's commandment and sin now today we live in a in a society uh, in a country that has legalized a lot of things uh, it's, uh, the, the government tells us it's, it's alright to be gay uh, and uh, they even permit men to marry men and women to marry women um, I don't uh, <laughs> I don't stop scratching my head at, at such nonsense as that but that's just they say in different places, and now Mississippi's debating it uh, as to whether or not to legalize the sale and use of marijuana. Uh, you know, uh, and just because the government says it's okay uh, to uh, use a, a drug uh, like that, uh, it doesn't mean we should, as Christians, have permission to do that. We don't. We should run from those things that are illegal and immoral. Uh, just because the government says that two men can marry each other and two women can marry each other uh, doesn't mean that we have to or we should. Folks, I'm telling you, we live in a crazy world today. If the governing authority refuses to honor God's laws doesn't mean that Christians are free to use that as freedom to be disobedient to God. We shouldn't. We should always be obedient to God's word. God's commandments are to be obeyed. Freedom gives no one permission to violate God's commandments. Disobedience to civil law that does not contradict God's law is sinful. No governing authority exists apart from God's authority. That's what the scripture says here. Verse 1 says, Everyone must submit to governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist are in instituted by God. That's kind of hard <laughs> for us to get hold of today because the government is so corrupt. Uh, and we, uh, some people... Uh, just have a, uh, an askewed uh, vision of what the government is and what the government should do. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm not old enough to remember when, when they legalized the sale of uh, alcoholic beverages 
uh, in some of these, some of our states. Some states were uh, really slow at, uh, at at approving that law and allowing that to exist or passing a law like that uh, to be the rule of the state, and so on and so forth. Uh, but uh, folks, you know, just like I do, if you've been around very long, that the use of drugs and alcohol is not beneficial to human beings. I've, I've been around some folks that did both, used drugs and alcohol as a, uh, uh, to get a buzz on, as they say, or get high. And I want to tell you something. You take a fool and get him drunk, there's nothing in the world like it. If you hadn't been around any. Um, it's it's plum pitiful. I've seen some of my friends and acquaintances under the influence of alcohol and drugs just sit and jabber and slobber all over themselves and make idiots of themselves. Uh, and uh, I'd hate to have to put them to bed when they came home, but I know somebody had to or they slept on the porch. You know, they didn't have uh, sense enough or gumption enough to come in out of the rain. Alcohol and drugs do crazy things to people's minds. And I think and believe with all my heart that God wants us to remain in our senses all the time. Not to have them dulled or thrown out with the, the wash, so to speak. Uh, <clears throat> if we oppose... Uh, them, it brings judgment upon the ones who oppose them. Look at verse 2. So then, the one who resists the authority is opposing God's command, and those who oppose it will bring judgment on themselves. If, uh, if a person, especially a Christian, and most especially a Christian, decides that they're not going to be obedient to the law, and and I've met a lot of folks that uh, say, and, and we know even, even denominations, even religions in the world today, Christian, so-called Christian religions in the world today, that uh, it, it, part, of the, part of their doctrine is that it's okay to drink. And you'd be surprised at how many churches, when they have the Lord's Supper, serve real wine, alcohol wine. Uh, and uh, you can't ever tell if they got a buzz on when they leave or not. It just depends on how much of that wine they've been nipping when they prepared the table. Uh, you know, people take advantage of every opportunity to be dark. And God doesn't want us to live in the dark. And when we oppose the things of God, it brings judgment on us, and we might as well just get used to the fact we, we live in a society that is prone to thumb their nose at God's laws. Well, I'm going <laughs> to use an earthly example, and that would be myself. If my daddy told me not to do something and I did it anyway, you know what I got? I got a tanned hide for it. If my daddy told me to do something and I didn't do it, I was in hot water too. Um, we've, we've got to understand that there are authorities. 
Now, parents may not always be right and righteous about their instructions for us, but God is. He doesn't make mistakes. And when he tells us to do something, and he speaks to us regularly through this word of his, through the Bible, that's why it's so important for us to read the word. If we go through our week without reading a word, reading the word, we're missing a lot of what God would have us to see during that week. Uh, I've, I've never uh, read portions of the Bible where something didn't speak to me to change my life, to change the way I was living, or to do something else. Uh, God's, uh, he's good about uh, telling us how to live and what to do. <clears throat> and there's no... Uh, nothing that says that we have to be obedient to civil law. Uh, if it doesn't contradict God's law, we should be obedient. And opposing the, the laws of our land that are not opposing God, to oppose those laws is, is just as much a sin as doing something wrong. Uh, if we want to stay in good graces with uh, the legal authority, we do what is good. Look at verse 3. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have its approval. <laughs> the first thing I thought of when I, I, I read that again was <laughs> driving. You know, the state of Arkansas, the state of Mississippi spends a lot of money putting those signs over the road that have the speed limit on them. Uh, if you get on the interstate, the speed's 70 uh, normally. If you ride on the highway, the speed limit's posted as 55. If you ride through town, some of these signs on the, that the city puts up say 30. Well, what is our tendency our tendency is if the sign is 70 miles an hour, we drive 75 because of no self-respecting highway patrolman will stop you for doing five miles an hour over the speed limit. Same way in town. Who are you pointing at, girl? <laughs> Can I do that? <laughs> she pointed four at me, did you see her? <laughs> we all do that uh, to a certain extent. And uh, when we... <laughs> When we see a cop pull out in our mirror when we passed it doing five miles an hour over the speed limit, let's don't hit our brakes, okay, because it, when you hit your brake and he sees the brake lights, it's a telltale sign that you were doing something you shouldn't have been doing. Keep your foot off the brake pedal. Now that, I mean, that's just a practical help to you. It may, may not be what the police want to hear, but that's just a practical thing for you to do. Uh, we... We take advantage of situations like that and fudge just a little bit. Not enough to get us in trouble necessarily, but we fudge just a little bit. Who knows when we fudge? God does. And he doesn't like it when we break the rules, whether they're these rules, because God has instituted a government over us and the government has made a set of rules. What should Christians especially do? Abide by the rules. If we don't, we're taking a chance on getting in trouble. And look, 
when you get in trouble and get a ticket or some such a thing as that, don't have a fit and fuss. Just pay it because you got what you deserved. You broke the law. God says don't break the law. And he's got, he got a lot of pages that got the law in it. And God said in his word that if you want to go to heaven when you die, what must you do? You must accept Jesus Christ, his son, your savior, as that savior. He's the only one that could and the only one that did die for you to take your sins away. That's Jesus. And look, we need to be obedient to Jesus when he says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. Folks, that's what we want in eternity. It's a place of bliss and rest. You don't want to spend eternity in hell with the devil, I promise you. Um, um, <laughs> the, the times that I've had uh, to get acquainted with uh, Satan have not been very pretty. I don't know about y'all, but uh, Satan's out in the world. The devil wants us to, to be uh, bad examples for Christ if he can get us to be. So that we don't want to do that. We don't want to live in a way that is uh, not good for God. Uh, if we want to stay in good graces with the legal authority, we'll do what is good. This verse 11 tells us that, and uh, excuse me, verse 3 tells us that in the scripture. If you, if you want to, to stay in good graces, do what's good. God's just wrath on the disobedient is to be expected. Look at verse 4. For government is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid because it does not carry the sword for no reason. For government is God's servant and avenger that brings wrath on the one who does wrong. We can expect it. You know, look, we're just like children. Now, we're all grown, and I... I suspect we're pretty close to all being parents not everybody but <clears throat> for all us grown folks in the room uh, we need to to, to understand uh, what uh, what happens when we tell our children don't do something and they do it anyway now when I was a teenager uh, I had gotten old enough to quit getting the, the belt. That didn't stop until I was about 13. Uh, I don't know about y'all, but uh, I, got a, I got a spanking. Not a spanking, I got a good belt whooping until <laughs> 14 or so years old. And uh, when, when that stopped, uh, other things took place. And parents would tell me, daddy would tell me, mother would tell me, don't do this. I was... I got old enough to drive the car. Daddy let me take the car, and I'd go out and do this, that, and the other. Uh, Daddy tell me, don't do this, don't go there. What would happen if he came 
riding by and saw me somewhere where he told me not to be. Do you have any idea? I don't know if your parents were like mine, but I'd had a dickens to pay when I got to the house. If I'd been somewhere where I wasn't supposed to be and they found out about it. My daddy was a mechanic and had a public business. It was nothing for somebody to go in the shop and say, Ari, I saw your son the other night, such and such. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Daddy come home at dinner and say, Terry, did you go to such and such? Well, you either lie and get in trouble with God or you tell the truth and <laughs> get in trouble with your daddy. But that, that's just um, that's the way it is. We, if we violate the law of God or man, we get in trouble, and we deserve what we get most of the time. If we want to stay in good graces, with the legal authority, we're going to do what's good. Drive the speed limit. God's wrath on the disobedient is to be expected. Look at verse 4. For government is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid because it does not carry the sword for no reason. For government is God's servant, an avenger that brings wrath on the one who does wrong. That's why God has instituted governments for us. Governments don't exist apart from him. Whether they be good or bad, God allows them to be where they are and what they are. Uh, and we ought to expect his wrath on us if we're disobedient uh, to those things. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Christian should gladly and willingly submit to the good news, not only because of the risk of punishment, uh, but also because of our willing acceptance of God's commands. We ought to be obedient to his law because we want to be good examples for him. If we're not supposed to do something and the world sees us involved in doing it, and folks, I promise you, they will. <laughs> the, the, the public has got eyes everywhere. And just one set of eyes and a mouth can get you in much trouble. I'm telling you. Uh, and it doesn't make any difference whether we get away with it here on earth physically or not. We get in trouble with God because he's got eyes. We can't do anything that he doesn't know about. Now, I don't know how old I was when I finally accepted that, but there is nothing that I can do, think, or say that he doesn't hear or know about, period. Period. There's no sugar coating. There's no shadows on it. There's no doubt. He knows exactly what every one of us thinks, says, and does every day, all day long. How? I do not know. He is God. He is God, and that's what makes him amazing. That's what gives him the ability to be God. And the other thing besides keeping an eye on us is the fact that God sees our hearts. He knows if our hearts are in tune with his heart. He knows if we've accepted him as our Lord and Savior. Uh, and we should be uh, glad to submit to the laws of God 
if we're Christians. It ought not to be uh, a bad thing. We ought not to risk being punished by him because we're not willing to accept uh, his commands. We're to not only pay respect to the authority God has placed over us, we should be obedient. As Christians, our primary obligation is to love one another. Folks, in our world today, the world is paying attention to the church. They're seeing on television and in the news how the church is acting. Unfortunately, the only thing that gets on the news about the church is bad stuff. A lost world out there watching the news and listening to the news as a broadcast gets nothing but bad news, bad stories about the church and the people of the church. People that never darken the doors of a church don't understand what goes on in the church. And unfortunately, sometimes the church does give itself a black eye by doing things, the members doing things they ought not to do. Uh, and that's certainly detrimental to the Lord's work. And it's something that he doesn't like. And it's one of those cases like when daddy tells you not to do something or mama tells you not to do something and you do it anyway, what you get. God does that all the time. And we wonder why life is so hard sometimes. If we would just try a little harder to do what God says and be obedient to him, it might be a little easier to live in a sinful world. God wants us to be obedient to him. The primary reason is because we love him and we want to do what he tells us. The secondary reason is other people are looking at us and see whether what we believe about Jesus saving us is true or not. Folks, let's don't be a bad witness for the Lord. Let's love him with all of our heart and with all of our mind and with all of our strength and be the people that he intends us to be. Be strong in our faith, be strong in our commitment, and be strong in our walk as we walk before God. We'll do it for what? For his honor and his glory and nothing else. Let's stand and we'll have a word of prayer. We'll be dismissed. Don't forget these little books up here on the communion table. Rightly related. That means rightly related to Jesus. <laughs> if uh, he's our Savior, we're going to have a study about how to draw closer to him beginning at 5 o'clock this evening. Okay? Uh, Y'all come up and get you a book.